Um, I was actually uh, supposed to go to Texas sweet and silly for a job. And uh, I went there. And well, first, I, I missed my flight, even though I did everything right. But uh, my ride came late and and I was late to the airport. I, I got there 45 minutes ahead of time, actually. But um, they weren't accepting my bag. And then, like, my suitcase. Yeah. Uh. I lay on the scale. You gotta glow. You gotta glow. You gotta glow. She had my attention. She gotta know. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Gather podcast. I'm your host, Zeke. And in this episode, I have my friend Yusuf on the podcast to speak about school and how life is going in general. I think a content warning for any trial language used in this episode and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. Um so other than uh the the uh, apparel, do you have like a like a landing base or something like that, like a website or Yeah. Nice. It's letsgatherpodcast.com. Yep. That's dope. That's dope. And how long have you been uh, doing this for? I see it uh, all the time on my on my Instagram page. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty cool to see people that I you know, either recognize or knew in Baruch and just see them on a, on podcast talking about, you know, what they're up to and things like that. It's always cool to see different perspectives. That's what I did in 2019 and that's put my first episode out in 2020. So that COVID, that COVID, <laughs> that COVID inspiration. It was just before. It kind of messed up everything. I was doing everything in the school, getting my friends to get their own. What you call the rooms? The studio rooms for me? Because I graduated and I was like, hey, y'all, I need some help. Mm. I'm on the website. This is a really cool website, bro. Thanks. I like it. Did you, you made this yourself or you had uh, someone help you? I bought the template and then I pretty much custom out the template. And you just worked it out. What, uh, do you know what server you use? I've been looking at, uh, Squarespace and Wix right now. Because mm-hmm. I'm working on a, on a website myself and it's, oh, it is takes a little bit of effort you know it it's not as hard as people think because nah. you got the templates there but yeah. it's, it's still a grind you still need to actually put in effort it's not just well, gonna <laughs> especially yours I, I like i love the way it's set up where you you know you keep scrolling down and it has the uh episodes i guess just the audio for it that's pretty cool so youtube is it are you on spotify as well yeah Nice, nice. Um, for the website, what I did was I used since I took a class in Baruch, and I got like a B minus in the class for program for website web design. I was like, let me use these skills, and then I was like, I have I have Adobe, so I have Dreamweaver, so I know how to use that to um customize the website. It's about the template. Did you have to do any coding? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. HTML, CSS. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. And then I own. Good skill to have. Yeah. Do I like it? Not at all, but it was necessary. (laughs) You know, if you ever pursue a side hustle, that could be that could be a a viable option. Yeah. For sure. And then um, I just use HostGator as like the um the to host to host the webs to connect the website to the um URL and the internet. And I use Google domains. So, so you use, uh, you said something skates? Hostgator. 
Hostgator is that uh, yeah. and it has like the domain name and stuff like that. You can buy domain names for them, but I bought mine from Google Domain. Oh, you bought that from Google? Cause I, yeah, I've been contemplating where to get my domain from and like how to cut costs and things like that. It was like twelve dollars for a year for yeah, twelve dollars a year. And then, and, but that's not that's not incorporating the cost of hosting the site, right? That's just no. domain. That's just domain. So domain itself is like twelve, fifteen dollars a a year. A year. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. No, that's not bad. A dollar a month. Yeah, that's not bad. And then and, and then I was looking at a, was it maybe Wix? Was it for like a three year <laughs> plan? They were saying like eleven dollars a month or something, uh, to host the, the site up for for that long. I paid mine. I paid like a hundred something a year. A year, right? Yeah. For the website. <clears throat> that sounds about right. Cause I try to use okay. Google. Cause you pay how much you use, but then the, the customer service I couldn't really use because I didn't have the proper plan, and I was like. Let me find another solution. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, before I actually updated my computer yesterday, I don't, I fucking, I always, I, I, I mess this up because I, I leave a bunch of tabs open and I updated my computer and all the tabs are gone. But like I had a whole bunch of different stuff that I was working on with the website and different uh, companies I was using, like for the domain and, and whatnot. But it's all probably in my email somewhere. So I'll just find it again. So, uh, how, uh, like what, what is the variety of people that you've had? Like what, what's the common subject of, uh, let's gather podcasts? Like how does this, uh, progress other than, I guess you just get people, you know, and chop it up. Yeah. A lot of times people I know, and a lot of times it's people, random people, uh, either hit me up on LinkedIn on the email, hit me up on Instagram. I'll be like, they seem like a good person. <laughs> so I seen you had a professor here yes yesterday. Uh oh, yeah, well this week yeah. This week and what did you guys like? How did that go down? Uh, we was pretty much talking about like his books about business and how people had to be like different. And we was just talking about like how like resumes. So pretty much people pretty much taught a uh, stand up for my resume and um how. Like in business, you don't always have to be the first. You just got to make sure that you have a unique product mm. and unique experience. Mm. And a little, bit about my, a little bit about the podcast and how it's going in my end, but there's mostly stuff around that. Yeah, that is true. Uh, is there, other than like a, what well, is the podcast your main like pursuit besides your current career slash work? You know, <clears throat> you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So funny enough, the podcast was started to get me a job because before I switched to podcasting, I was still to graphic design. So then I wanted to incorporate 3D animation into like uh, my toolkit because mm-hmm. I got ready to animate. And then I was like, let me start the podcast and then animate the origin story. So that's where the origin story part of the podcast came from. And then I realized, I, re- I re-realized I hated um, animating. So then I pay much animating. Yeah, I don't really like animating. It's tedious. Yeah. Yeah. I spent like three weeks on a one minute um, animation. I was like, no. You probably like the part. (laughs) You probably like the same part of animating that I do, which is like (laughs) the imagination and the the creativity, but the actual like getting it down to to something. 
<clears throat> you want to send that off to someone else to do. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So then the, the podcast became more like a general podcast. Where, like I have a easy time getting a variety of people. And then now I'm trying to figure out what the podcast could be. Because I want to continue it, even though pretty much I got the job. I got a job in radio advertising. So that's pretty much it accomplishes goal. So now with the podcast, I'm to figure out what to do. So I'm going to add like streaming and stuff to it, but like more of like a um behind the scenes type of thing with the podcast, you know, like okay. more of a community building. Okay, uh, I think that's that's definitely a good route, community building. I also think it's a good like uh, you I like let's gather podcast like it's perfect <laughs> to get like people coming in and just. Especially during COVID, you need a lot of people just listening to other people's stories and having that platform to just talk about what they've experienced and what they're up to and what they're doing, especially with us going to Baruch, you know, like we don't talk at all. Like, I don't know what anyone's anyone's doing from college. Like, I, I, I don't talk to anyone from college anymore. Like, it's it's been radio silence and that's, you know, that's fine. Everyone's going through their own things, but. It's nice to see them occasionally when I when I'm on Instagram and I pass by your podcast and I see and hear them. That it's a nice feeling. Ah, uh, still they're still doing things. Good progression. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like oh, they're still alive and well. It's <laughs> really good to hear. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. So you spoke to that professor about business, and who'd you have before that professor? He was talking about him because he's about to graduate. He was talking about like media because uh-huh. he wants to get into it and he's giving him advice and everything. Mm. And just that about to be post college life. He's just like, oh, what's next? Have you been going back to the Umla UMLA uh, things? <laughs> like, uh, uh, stuff to have? The last like, time I. Yeah, when's the like, when's the like last time you you participated in anything with that? It was a 10, 10, 10 year anniversary. I helped like um designing everything, but besides that, I paid many much just working. How how long ago was that? I think it was last year, if I'm not mistaken. I have this like like problem where like I want to go, but and this might just be an excuse. But, like, I feel like life is, like, taking up so much of my time that I, every, I, I tell, I'd be talking to Andrew, I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'm going to see you, I'm going to see you. And I never go, and I feel so bad about it. Because I would love to talk to the younger freshmen and sophomores and just, like, you know, be able to relate with them since... I kind of just got out of there, so it's still fresh in my mind of how my experience in college was. Yeah, it definitely does happen. You just like up, it's like it's more of the things like I'll pay it until next week, or like it'll come eventually. And do like, oh wait, that did happen. Yeah, oh, no. it already passed. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my graduation is set for May twenty sixth. It says it said it says something like like practice is May twenty sixth. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Like, they sent me an email, and I, I read it twice, and I still was confused on what day was what. And also, like, why is it mandatory to buy a cap and gown? What's up with that? 
I don't know. Well, well, I was I graduated just before COVID, so everything was back to normal. Yeah, we was in Barclays Center and everything. So these new rules. I think I think we might be back in the Barclays Center. I'm not sure, but that would be cool. It's it's right down the block from my house, so that would be nice and convenient. Yeah, I was like, I could take I could took a Uber there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you so you're around here, are you? Uh, yeah, best time. Oh, that's why I seen you the other day. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got you, got you, got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I'm seeing one of your your posts about what it is to be a mentor or what is a mentor. Who would you interview for that uh podcast? My friend Zachary, he wanted to talk about mentoring. He was like, Hey, I want to be a podcast, I want to talk about mentoring. He's like, That makes sense. And then we both had experience about being mentors, and we talked about that. Hmm. That is a good subject. Damn, so should I have come here with like a <laughs> like this guy's talking about his book, this guy's talking about mentoring, like should I have I somebody talk about the crypto? I was like, Oh, you made a crypto based off gold uh, and silver? Uh, Alright, well I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have anything. Um but I, I guess we could just flow with like what we've been up to and kind of yeah. like branch off of things like that, right? So mm-hmm. that's what I did with Francis. I was like, she was like, what's the what's the on topic? This is a good question. I will come back to you. Never get never came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean I guess we can kind of start off with like stocks and crypto in general. Um I started really uh messing with stocks maybe twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Um I was saving up some cash and I, I put money into, especially when COVID happened and things started dropping. I was like, let me put some money in this thing called plug power. Let me put some money into gas. This is awfully low. Let me put some money into airlines because this seems low. I, I didn't know nothing about nothing. I was just like, this just seems like a bargain. Just looking at what they were in the last year and how much they've dropped. But uh, then there's the whole psychological outlook on like when your stock is going down or when it's going up and the feelings that overwhelm you. So I, at the, when I was making the right decisions to invest, I was reacting the wrong way. So like, I let's say I put some money into this and it went up, I would like immediately sell. Um, which is, you know, good and bad. You should sell like a little bit of it. Um, but if it's still going up and it depends on what's happening this week, but I kept reacting to news and it took me like a year to realize that the news is only there to make you react. And that's literally a major part of how the market is controlled. So I kept kind of like following trends and not being ahead of trends so i was just always a step behind and even to now i'm still like a a step behind i'm still trying to recuperate after a bloody virtual war in the stock market um it had a lot of ups and downs but i i definitely learned a lot and now i'm in a decent position for my future nice i'll get to stocks a little bit later again had to move out but um, yeah, it's definitely that impulse of like 
you have everything like, oh no, it's gonna fall again. Or oh, this is a great time. It's like when you buy something, you're like, let me wait for a sale, and then the sale comes, but you wait too late, and then the sale is gone. And yeah. like, I never said stop losses. That's such a such an easy thing to do and such a stupid thing not to do. Like, just set a stop loss if you put your money into something. Just set it up so if it drops below 20% or below a percentage that you're comfortable with it dropping, set it to trigger a sale. But me, you know, it's going either either it starts going down and I lose confidence in my position or I I have blind confidence. So I'm like, oh, no, it, it's going to go up. It's gonna, I, I'm just losing all my money right now, but it, it's going to go up. Don't worry. It's going to go up. And you just keep waiting and waiting, and it's just like, it's not going to go up, bro. Like, it's not. It's done. It's dead. That's it. Um, but it's, it's it, anything can happen. You, we saw GameStop. We saw AMC. You know, so anything can happen. But uh, just set those stop losses. And, and one thing I always tell people, because I was in a, in a nonprofit program, and we were helping, like, students learn about financial literacy and building a business and things like that. One thing I told him is just follow yourself. Like, honestly, like, don't say that my friend told me that this stock is really good or my aunt said that this stock is really good or this Twitter guy said this, that. Just if you think something is a smart decision, do that. If it makes sense, you do that. Because, you know, when you start having those doubts and the market starts spouting out these random news articles, you'll be able to be confident in your original decision. And that's the only way you're going to make money. Because if you're following other people's stuff, you're going to be so flimsy in where you're going because you're not going to be as confident. That's all I got to say about stocks. Yeah, definitely. It's just a, it's a, it's, like they say, it's like gambling. You just like, yeah, it's whatever happens, happens. Uh-huh. Just how much you're ready to, you're willing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually uh, supposed to go to Texas recently for a job, and uh, I went there. And well, first I I missed my flight, even though I did everything right, but uh, my ride came late. And and I was late to the airport. I, I got there 45 minutes ahead of time, actually. But um, they weren't accepting my bag and then, like, my suitcase. And then I I told my ride to just hold down my suitcase. And I was just going to go to Texas with the clothes on me and, and figure it out when I get there. And then after I did that, they were like, nah, you're too late to even board the plane. And I was like, this this doesn't seem like it's meant to be. Like, I was going there to start a new life. Like, I was going there just... I was going to leave this entire space I had. I was going to leave all my friends and family, and I was just going to go there. I was going to box, and I was going to get a job. I had a couple interviews lined up for a business analyst position or some tech position or some sales position. And I had three or four interviews lined up, and I was going to attend all of them, get some job doing something that I probably would like for the first two weeks and then be miserable. But anyway, long story short, I ended up, you know, going to Texas for not as long as I expected. I came back and uh, it's crazy because 
what was it, two days ago? Two days ago, I was somewhere in Brooklyn, and I was legally filing my paperwork to make my business official. My business, I do, like, consulting. And at the same time that I'm doing that in Brooklyn, in Texas, where I would have been, the small area that I would have been, it's called Round Rock, and the vicinity of the building I would have been at was hit by a tornado. Isn't that crazy? I was like, I was like, what are the odds? What are the odds that I would have been in Texas working a job, but I'm here in Brooklyn, literally finalizing the paperwork to make my business official? Like the 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 parallel was just insane for me. It was like a like a deja vu type feeling moment, where like I'm like uh, br- breaking the matrix or something. Like, what the what's happening? It was the universe. It was like universe was like. You're making the wrong decision. <laughs> you, you, you said this, and you 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 read it wrong. Yeah. Course correction. Yeah. We told you to miss your flight on purpose. <laughs> Listen to us. <laughs> you playing? You doing everything? Like you, you came on time. It was like, okay, the car's gonna be late. Then it was like, okay, so the bag is not gonna work. You know what, sir? We're just not gonna <laughs> accept you on this flight. You need to stay. You need to stay. Brooklyn needs you. <laughs> It was like, well, okay, every single time. I thought I'd be confused. Like, what is the universe trying to, trying to tell me? Is it trying to tell me that I'm on the right path or the wrong path? That's such a good question. That's such a good question. And, you know, my everyone kept asking me, too. They kept asking me, like, why are you not going to Texas? Why are you not? Because I told everyone I was going. Like, I was set. And then I just changed my mind like, like that. Like, I just changed my mind. I was like, you know, I'm not going. And it had to do because I want to be be here to be able to take care of my parents. I worry for them a lot. Like, you know, they're they're getting older, and my siblings are all married or have a kid, or all my siblings are off doing their own life, and I'm the only one that can really take care of my parents or be there if they need any taken care of. So I I had that in the back of my mind, and that was one of my main reasons. But like honestly, I couldn't explain it. Like my mom kept asking me like, why why do you Why'd you not go back to Texas? What's what's the reason? She wanted a reason. I was like, I can't give you a reason. I just know that I'm supposed to be here. (laughs) Okay. What happened? But it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) I was, when I told her, I was like, when you walk by the Barclays, there's a sign. And it says, like, you belong here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I saw that sign, and I, I just, it, it just came to me like an epiphany. It's like, I do belong here. Yeah. I don't know how I would have been in Texas, honestly. And maybe in the future, that's that's somewhere I might stop by or something like that. But I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn city boy at heart, always. That's how I feel about the podcast because there'd be times where I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know who's going to be my guest. Let me put Like last year around August, I was like, I only have five people for the season. Okay, who's going to be next? And then I said that. And then the weekend, I was like, book a Comic Con to think. I can meet people there. Nice. Word. Word. I went to Comic Con for the first time in 2019. But, uh, it wasn't as fun because I went by myself, and I think that's the type of thing you need to go with people to enjoy yourself. Yeah, 
because I went to Anime NYC and I kept me- I kept meeting people and hanging out with them. Yeah, it was a cool environment though. I was like, ah, my peoples. Yeah, exactly, my peoples. <laughs> you seen that? Where you you seen, <laughs> you seen that new uh, Jujitsu movie? Not yet. I saw it two days ago. It's fire. Nice. I seen Batman. That's what I saw. What'd you think? I liked it. It was good. I think it's a uh, like it, it was good, but I think it'll be even better when we have the full set of movies, and it, it's probably gonna be a really good first movie to a set of three or something like that. Hopefully. Yeah, because they did like amazing. It was different than the other ones. They set it up and nicely, yeah. They set it up nicely. And you, was watch- you can't beat that Catwoman. <laughs> not, not Zoe. Not Zoe. Everybody, you know, like, Batman better than me. They'd be like, hey, Gotham, you're your own. That's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I, he, when he chose Gotham, I was like, you're bugging. You're bu- I'm a Brooklyn boy, but you're bugging. <laughs> I was like, hey, okay, Gotham, y'all your own. I can't help y'all. Obviously, this ain't working. Been two years. I'm taking my ass to Texas with Zoe. <laughs> but somebody was thinking about how on YouTube, how the Joker character can be used as a Hannibal Lecter. Have Batman speak to him to try to understand criminals. Having like that be a new dynamic between them. Mm. So he's like in he's imprisoned. Yeah. Cause cause that Joker, the Joker that we saw. He would be a lot older, right? I'm not they, sure. Because their timelines don't line up, I'm pretty sure. The Joaquin Joker and the um, yeah. Joker. Yeah, those are two but, different. Oh, yeah, but somebody told me that with the Flash coming out, there's going to be a Flashpoint, and then yeah. it'll merge the the universes. Uh, yeah, that would be cool, though. That would be cool. Hmm. Like how people say Spider Man, it was like Tom Holland better than me. I've been like, hey, Zendaya, this is me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Zendaya and Zoe, there's just something about you, girl. Oh, bro, that shit is. Whew. <laughs> they superheroes. I'm not. Exactly. Exactly. They are qualified. Yeah, so you're about to graduate. That's fun. Yeah, I, I gra- Well, I finished last semester, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before the last break. Um, I guess I just missed the uh, graduation application date. Uh, so I'm graduating with like a lot of people that are not a part of my classes. <laughs> Uh, should be interesting. Should be interesting. Sure. Uh, a lot of people ask me like if I'm gonna go or not. In the beginning, I was saying nah, like you know, like why it's COVID. <laughs> but now I'm like, uh, you know, I'll pull up. I'll pull up. <laughs> yeah. Put up with my switch. Bring my switch, but throw that shit on the flat screen on the on the projector. <laughs> Uh, I'm probably going to wear, like, a, a green suit or something like that. I, I don't think I'm going to wear the cap and gown. I don't know. I just, 
I just don't see the point of wearing a cap and gown. I get it. It's the, like, tradition. But, like, I'm good. He's like, I'm good. Yeah. Hmm, where else do you host your podcast? Oh, you had, uh, you had Anita on your podcast? Yes. Well, on her own podcast? Yeah. Um... No, um, this girl. This girl's name is Anita. Wait, let me see. It's been seventy, almost seventy. It's been seventy episodes. It, says, it says adulting is the hard part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, as a friend of mine, she went to my high school too. Isn't that crazy? Uh, small world. Yeah, small world. Yeah, because um, she has a podcast with her friends. Really? Yes. Really? Maybe I'll I'll jump in there too. <laughs> Room three, room something something. This is it's a room in the Baruch, the room. That's what they have to. Let me get it right. How often do you find yourself back at Baruch? Never. Never. I I've been thinking about <laughs> uh, going to one of those like career panels or something like that, just to see what it's what it's about. I've never been. I I feel like I do not utilize the resources provided to me. At all, like na- like nothing. Yeah, it's, I definitely it, don't. It's a bad habit. I, I want to like. I feel like there's so much opportunity there for me to use, whether it's finding a job or finding resources for my own business. Yeah, they had the business um center. I don't know why, why I I don't bother. This is bad. Yeah, she go. I went there one time before the pandemic, like These- just when the pandemic was starting. These two, like, uh, entrepreneurial and CEO Baruch pages just followed me. Um, I, I assume it's, like, a kid who is, like, running the club or something like that. Yeah. Right, it would be cool to meet up with them, see what they're about. It's also nice to meet people who, like, you can see them grow into their, like, future endeavors. Like, there was this one kid who, like, I'm so excited to see him grow. Uh, he was in UMLA. What was his name? He he was also, like, a president of some association. Uh, it was his name Kevin? Not Kevin. I don't know, but he was just so lit, and I was, like, so happy for him. What year? He was the year, I think, right under me. So maybe seventeen or eighteen. He was a president of some association, or maybe like the finance club or something like that, or Napa. I don't know. I don't know any of these clubs. I'm just making this up. Something. <laughs> okay. It was something with money. I, I know. Yeah, it was something with money. He was looking like money. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he, he uh he's probably graduating now. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh yeah, so Anita's podcast is Welcome to Room Three Two Two Eight. Wow, it's very creative. Give me one second.
We'll be back. Cool. Is there anything uh, you want to discuss? I usually just see what I think you just say things and see where it goes. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> it'd be um, hard. Like, <laughs> think so of a top stick. What is your work like? Uh, in terms of like career, like currently. Uh, like what are you what are you doing? Uh, so I work at Google M and I work in radio advertising. So pretty much what my team does is we work with our clients to get them on the air. And we um so pretty much since I'm an associate, I pretty much only um what you call it, work on the building and um pretty much doing the paperwork, the pre paperwork so they can um send the orders in. So I just talk to the vendors a lot and be like, hey, we'll talk to planning, be like, here's your report. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like, I know that show. Yeah. I know that person. So so have you worked with like any recognized like uh radio shows or anything like that? Uh, recognize like hot ESPN or anything like that. Uh, like it's mostly like ESPN and stuff like that. Okay. Right, okay. and then like some Fox Sports. Oh, so it's more catered towards sports. No, well, it's it's more general, right. of like the different variety because sometimes the shows are, like music shows stuff like that. So like. Uh, what they do is they put the clients into like diff to different, uh, what you call it, different demographics based on what they um, what's the what is um, the goal of that buy, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. And then, so that's work podcasts. What do you do for fun? I feel like I'm I'm going out on a date right now. <laughs> Who are you? I mean, we didn't speak that much of Baruch, so yeah, we, we we didn't speak that much. So it's it's good to figure out what you're into. Right now, um, pretty much trying to play video games again. Built a new computer. Have you played? Uh, oh, this is very cool stuff. Have you played Elden Ring? No, yeah, I see it. I might buy it. Nah, you gotta get on that. <laughs> you gotta get on that. <laughs> it's it's. It's, if you're looking for something to just really, like, explore and shit like that, you know, it, it, I fuck with it. Also, I, I love it because it's not easy. People complain because it's difficult, but, like, my games are, like, shit's easy. You, you want a difficult time. Like, I'm trying to use my brain here. I'm trying to <laughs> think. Like, <laughs> playing Sifu a lot in Halo. Gotcha. Um, you said you built your P. You just built a new PC. Yeah. What kind of parts are you running on that? Um, AMD 56G, uh, Gigabyte motherboard. What kind of graphics card? I don't have one yet. Its price is still high. Yeah, that whole market is fixed. That's what I was wondering. I was like, damn, you did you end up just biting the bullet, taking that L? Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. APU to uh, APU until I get one. Yeah, I I took it out. I was like, I could not wait, so I ended up just buying a thirty sixty for more, for like probably four hundred dollars more than it was worth. It was like, but honestly, like I if to think that two years later I'd still be waiting, I'm glad I did that because I built this shit mad long ago. Yeah, last year I was like, "Oh, I got money." Yeah. 
And it took a while. And then I was like, okay. But then the motherboard came in, bro. The power supply wasn't working, so I had to replace his power supply. That was easy because the store was like, yeah, we got you. Then I had to... You went to Micro Center? Uh, for the mother for the APU. The one on third F. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. That's the main. <laughs> that's the main one around here. Yeah. Yeah, and then I had to, but I had to return the motherboard and then buy a new one from Best Buy. Damn. Damn. And you built it all yourself? This is your first time building a PC? Yeah, at first I, um, I built it, but then I had to have let Best Buy build it because they had to, um, I pretty much had them fix it because it wasn't working. So with those two parts, I wasn't working. I I think I'm going to take apart my, my thing soon just to like clean out the dust and things like that. But the problem is I had a friend help me build it. So <laughs> doing that might be a difficult task, but it would also force me to learn more about the inside and out of it. Well, yeah, like the RAM, the SD cards, the SD, all that mic, all that stuff goes. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too hard. The, the motherboard pretty much tells you where it's at, where it goes. They're just getting a fan. It's the most annoying part. Yeah, and then, like, stuffing the wires in there so that that, that shit is so... Tedious tasks like that drive me crazy. Drive me crazy. Like, I can't do it. I... I have no patience for these things. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what? This ain't, this ain't, this ain't it. I like it. it. I don't know. There's like, and that applies like in such a general scape to my life. Like when it came to like school and like tedious tasks, like why am I doing this homework if it's not helping me do this? And like, I, then I just wouldn't do it. That's just how it, I don't know. This, so what I realized for like my 20s, because I'm only, I'm, I'm 23 right now. I'll be 24 in seven, six months. Um, I'm kind of using my 20s to gauge what I can and can't do. And that's kind of general because I, I feel like I'm the type of guy, and this is just mainly probably because I watch anime. I think we could do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can set your mind and do anything. I don't care oh, yeah. what anyone tells you. But what I'm saying is, like, I'm using my 20s to gauge what I like to do and what I like not to do. That way, when I'm in my 30s, I can have a better routine that is actually catered towards me and, and you know, what I like to do. You know, if something is tedious or whatever, I don't want to spend 15 years doing that only to figure out that, damn, I should have focused in on something else that would lead me to have a more productive life. Yeah, definitely. Like, you could do anything you want. It all depends on how much effort you're going to put into it. Yeah, effort, repetition. I'm trying to learn how to play the piano right now. So, I actually have a... <laughs> I'm on like day five. <laughs> okay, middle C. Yeah, literally like C four, C three, and then you just fucking. Right now, the first day I practice like placing five fingers, placing five fingers, placing five fingers. 
Second day is like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. And then doing that and then doing them at the same time. And I'm hoping by like day six or day seven, I, I could play a little tune. That would be nice. But um, because, you know, like it's like learning a new language where like if you don't have like the neural pathways in your brain practice and working in that route, you have to literally build the route through your brain to build that pathway. So and that only comes with hard work and practice. And I, I think that that still applies to like being able to do anything is just unlocking that path to your brain through consistency. It's like once I get the pattern down, it's pretty much over. Like I, I might be still be rusty, but like you still can do it. Yeah, it's all it's all flow, energy, as they say, and and vibes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's really what it is. Like I've been watching like some like podcasts and stuff like that. Like and they talk about the transfer of energy and vibration and things like that. And that's what it all comes down to is just. You know, how you flow and handle energy that comes in and out of your life and manage the stress and things like that. That's really it. Like, sometimes, some, sometimes, like, the biggest deals and stuff like that or, like, the hardest work you can do is as simple as just picking up the phone and calling someone else to make that contact or make that deal. And that's just a flow of energy. Like, that's, it, it's, it sounds mad funny, but that's really what it is. That's why you're not in Texas. <laughs> That's why I'm not in Texas. <laughs> the the vibes weren't right, bro. No. Yeah. Because it'd be like, uh, am I going through the struggle to see how resilient I am, or is this just like a warning? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because like I I have these two businesses that I'm I'm trying to develop, and it's been pretty difficult. Pretty difficult. Cause like, even, even when I do maximum effort, you know, as an individual, you get burnt out and then, but the business, it, business doesn't care if you're burnt out. It doesn't matter. You got to keep grinding and grinding and pushing and pushing and you might not see any results. Like that's just what it is. So like I started both these businesses, one was consulting Another was like a delivery um, type business, and uh, and that that other business is is slowly transitioning into something else, um, but uh, like it just takes like mad effort, and sometimes you don't get the results that you want, and then it's like, do I give up or and go to Texas? <laughs> oh, and get a job and, and get a nice comfortable check or do I struggle and kind of eat shit for a little bit and just keep pushing to see if and maybe nothing happens that would suck but but maybe nothing happens like people always talk about like just keep going just keep going I think nothing happening is a, a very valid like that that's a very big possibility but I don't think like that either. Like, I, I think, like, I only, I can't handle rejection. I can't handle negativity. I can't handle, I, I only think, like, positively for the, ah, that's, is that true? I don't know if that's true. 
because I do think very realistically, but like I also feel like I can't fail. But uh, life says otherwise a lot of the time, and it's and it's like it's like believing that you could do anything, and people are like, "Well, you can't do anything," and it's like, "Well, I believe I do." Hey, you do, or do you? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. I get you. It's pretty much just like this can happen, but it's always like it's like if I do all this work and I'm in the same spot, was that wasted? Right, 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 right. Was that wasted? And it's like I can commit a bunch of time to get a comfortable check and things like that. Or I can try to, to pursue an endeavor that might not go into anything, but I still think that time that you spent pursuing that is valuable because you're going to figure out parts of yourself and and you're going to meet people that you may have never met and you're going to do things that you may have never done outside of your comfort zone. And if you just stay comfortable, not saying that a nine to five or anything like that is bad, I, I don't think that's bad whatsoever. Um, I just think that if you have something in the back of your mind, like, oh, I should try this. Oh, I can do this. Try to do that. And like, just try. And at least you can say you tried. That's what I'm, that's the point I was getting. At least you can say you tried. No matter how much doubt you had or whatever, or, you know, it doesn't matter. Or you believed in yourself and you didn't want to fail and you just still failed. Fuck it. Fuck it. Like we're all just humans on a fucking floating, <laughs> floating space ball. <laughs> like, what's the problem in trying? Uh, you, you spend money, you just spend money anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Just keep trying, keep trying, keep trying. So yeah, I started these two things in 2020, and it one of them only really started kind of picking up now, and. Now I'm really trying to get the ball rolling, trying to use that like uh, momentum, I guess you could say. Um, so I do like consulting and taxes and I, I help, I give people like uh, specific project outlines of how to tackle specific business problems that they might have, whether it's with their consumers, marketing, taxes, whatever the case is. We come up with like a strategic plan to really uh, attack that and solve it. And, you know, I didn't have any clients for a long time, but now um, I start off with five clients, two of which were my parents <laughs> and another one's my sister. <laughs> but then the next year, those five clients turn into like, eight clients because so-and-so said this to so-and-so and they recommended this. Now that eight clients is 20 clients. And, you know, hopefully that those 20 clients turn into 40 clients and so on and so forth. And it's taking a long time, but 20 people is 20 people. If I, if I have 20 people believing in me and my work that I can do for them, whether it's telling them how to invest their money or how to build their business, or how to do their taxes. If 20 people have faith in me to do that, then I'm doing something right. So, fuck Texas, and pursue your dreams. 
Let's gather podcasts. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like, oh yeah. It's like, that's why I was like, when things start working out, then you know, I can't believe like, yeah, this is the right path. And then it's just like, oh, it's, everything's falling in place. Falling into place, yeah. And somebody was telling me, like, how do you know, like, the things are falling into place? And I said, I feel like your body knows because we're so, as humans, we're kind of fragile. And our body does not want to go through change or stress. So that's why it's hard for us to work out. It's hard for us to be mentally okay after a sudden event or you know catastrophe occurs it's hard for us to handle that and you'll know if something is going right and it's not necessarily you'll know something's going wrong kind of in the same way we have this like response to fall back into our habits and recently in this year 2022 i've become a avid viewer of myself I kind of used to just do shit but now I'm like I'll I'll watch myself doing stuff so like if I said I was going to work out today I'll watch my mind come up with reasons to not work out and it's mad funny actually because like I can convince myself that I had to do a bunch of stuff that I didn't have to really do. But like now, so to go back to what I'm saying, like pieces falling into their place and how you know is even though the pieces are falling into place, things are going to get difficult. That's just what it is. Like change is difficult. So even if your business is going well and things are flowing, as they continue to flow, change is going to happen and change is uncomfortable and your body's response is going to be to fall back into its old habits prior to that change. So I, I can see myself like change is happening and I can see my body trying to get me back into my comfort zone. And it's like a constant battle of pushing against those old habits and those old way of thinking and pushing forward to newer things that you haven't experienced or you don't know anything about or, you know, just being in uncomfortable situations, et cetera, et cetera. Like you just have to watch yourself very carefully and continue to move forward. Me as more like, if I have a question and the question answers itself, I'm like, Oh, okay. Without me really, really doing anything, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. The, like, just things randomly come out of nowhere. Like, this answers my question. Cool. I know it's what good you to mean. Know. I know what you mean. And now you have 20 people who believe in you, and then more people are going to believe in you. The multiplication factor. Because, <laughs> like, if your parents didn't believe in you, then nobody else is going to believe in you. I know what you mean. Yeah, it's like the, it's like a domino effect. Yeah. Hmm. And then your parents, of course, your parents are gonna worry about you and they're like, "Hmm, this gonna work for them. Maybe it work for me." It took me mad long to get to do my parents' taxes. <laughs> mad long. 
They're like, first time I brought it up to them, no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. It took me, I started doing that t- maybe two years ago. I've been doing taxes since 2016. So I was an intern, so I get it. I was an intern when I started, but I I told them to do their taxes with me in 2016. So it took them four years to get comfortable. So I understand why why this shit. I that actually now saying out, out loud, waiting four years to for my parents to do their work with me. Now I understand why it'll take long for clients to to come into me and trust me. And, all right, that makes sense. Saying out loud, I gotta be patient. I gotta be patient. It's like if you go um. Like Airbnb, Airbnb, and you see somebody with one review compared to like twenty five reviews, which one is gonna be like the one you trust? Right, right. That is so true. Just gotta be patient. Mm. And then you like like, hey parents, I went to Baruch, the accounting school. They're like, <laughs> nah. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. It's like you? We raised you. We know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Would you lol? I put up so- this uh this whiteboard over here to like for like uh reminders and stuff like that. I you have a mini one back there. I had I had I started off with a mini one and then I told myself when I move to a new place I want to have a, a wall cuz I feel like I have so many thoughts and things like that throughout the day that kind of just pass and I wanted to be able to just note them or or to have like constant reminders of when I wake up and I glance at something to have something that says like you know like I don't know fucking work out let's get it some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And then you with the website. So I don't know, just pick one type of one. They all pretty much do the same thing. If you don't want to like build it from coding, they all pretty much same difference. And then I guess it just pick one that could be easily integrated into um like um business, like uh not like merch, but like something that you can charge you can step money from. Yeah. There was two, so I wanted one website to have a lot of info and then a section for, like, buying apparel. And then the other one I wanted to just be a landing page just for information and for booking a, like, consultation. So I'm, I'm going to use Equid for that part. Equid? Equid. How do you spell that? Hey, let me make sure I get that. Properly, it is E C W I D. E C W I D Equid. That would be for the fashion one you said, for the apparel one. I think it. I think it, it can work for the other one also. Start selling on a website. Because it get it, um, it can be like its own little section where it takes you to another website where it does got it got it i'm gonna mark this down 
And that's why you see me in downtown Brooklyn and I gave you this idea because you stayed in Brooklyn and then go to Texas. Yo, this, yo, like, <laughs> that, thinking about stuff like that makes me go crazy. Because <laughs> it's like, if I didn't bump into that guy, if I didn't talk to this person, crazy. Because um, my friend's sister, she uses Equi for her um, fitness store, so. I know at least one person who actually uses it in practice. Cool. And they and the way they work is they um they have a code. You can, you can oh, excuse me. Code it into a website. Oh, they they, they integrate it into a website, so it's not like a totally. It looks like a really good uh integration system. Yeah. They have everything on a single dashboard with like inventory management pricing. That's cool. <clears throat> There's no cost. You can try it, like you can make it for free, and then for the other ones, because with that sell tax, oh, that's gonna yeah. be annoying. What? <laughs> what? I just seen this free plan. Hold up! Whoa! <laughs> you don't see that that often. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck with that. I was trying to put my logo onto my website, and I was having such a hard time with Wix. It didn't make any sense. Every time I was hitting replace, it wasn't giving me another option. Let me see. Oh, here we are. Upload for computers. So when you upload your podcast, you just you just upload it, or do you do any editing or anything? Yeah, I, I edit. I make the intro and outro, and then if somebody wants me to take something out, I usually take that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. So you probably take out all, like, the pauses and things like that, maybe? That's my work. That's my work. <laughs> <laughs> that is my work, because you got to, you gotta first you got to rewatch the whole thing, which is already, like, an hour, and so that's already my work, yeah. I'll be like, hey, um, y'all gonna listen to an actual conversation between two human beings. <laughs> Yeah, I used to I used to edit these YouTube videos. I tried to make vlogs and shit, but so much work. So much work. Yeah, it really is. Kind of gave me a, a bit of new respect for those guys. And like, I can see why I get burned out every five days. Yeah. I I I see you. I. <laughs> Alright, nice. I did get my logo. That is nice. Okay. Designing. Pricing. Free. Every easy online store to launch your business for free. Venture. Business. Unlimited. Place. You know, I think I'd also be a lot happier with like building my own thing and because mm-hmm. then you just like look at it and you're like oh, I did that I did yeah that's how I felt with the website I was like oh my god I did it yeah that's dope when I do it again no <laughs> yes podcasting
it was like this works perfectly integrations I pay to make money So what else are we gonna talk about? <laughs> My fault. I was just looking at uh, <laughs> some things on the site. Oh um, no, you good? <clears throat> let's talk about how I fucking chopped off my <laughs> beard, man, bro. I got a little. I got nothing. Man, this is nothing. This is. It's crazy. It's crazy. I look like my father now. It's like, he's like, ah, seems familiar. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so we went to a business school and now we want to start our own businesses. Makes sense. Makes sense. Even though I went there for psychology. Went there for accounting. Yeah. Came out marketing. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to transition into a marketing type thing, but they were they were dubbing me. Uh. Marketing is so great. Half the half the classes are hybrid, so only once a week. It's also not all my classes. I was reading these uh these books by Robert Greene. You know, Human Nature, Power, all that. You don't need a degree at all. You just got to read those four books. And you you've got it down packed. Because once you figure out how to talk to people, that's everything revolves around people at the end of the day. I was rewatching Jujutsu Kaisen, and the guy was saying, you know, the guy with the glasses and the tie. He was saying like how backwards the world is. He was like, as humans, we need food, we need shelter. So, but we create, we create these problems in our head. So he has a, he has an illogical job. He's a stockbroker and he makes mad money as a stockbroker. But then he goes to the local bakery and where he needs bread to live and survive. And they're not making any money in the bakery. He's like, like how fucked up is our humans? That we have this job, uh, I'm managing people's money, but uh, someone who gives us something to sustain our life is not making any money. It's all backwards. It was like, we, you're making imaginary money to make more imaginary money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, have the humans learn, like, society, they was like, we need more problems to solve. Because yeah. we're not fighting enough. Yeah. We need to struggle more. Yeah. And, it, the, and I feel like that that's the case, like, everywhere. Like, people with actual jobs that actually do stuff for society make no money. Like, like teaching, psychology, all that stuff. Exactly. Like, it, like we need these. But you're not going to make anything. This is essential for the development of society. But money is coming in other positions like I don't know it just all seems so backwards they'd be like the mean be like we're the only people on earth who pay to live here 
<laughs> I was watching this thing. It was like this guy was like, "Wait, so we're humans fighting other humans for humanitarian rights?" <laughs> it was like, "What? Like, why? Why aren't we fighting aliens about this?" <laughs> like, we should probably all agree on this. Yeah, like this is this is a baseline. <laughs> It makes no sense. There's so much stuff that's so backwards. That's life for you. That's life, yeah. It's, 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 I feel like the universe just bounces itself out. I'm just like, there's too much good. Random chaos. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Did you see that thing about, like, uh, Isaac Newton predicting the end of the world to be in like 2060. I think I heard something like that. And then uh, some supercomputer also predicted the world to end around that same time. Hmm. They meant the Mayan, but I don't know. That's time the Mayan calendar just kind of stopped, and it was just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. I mean, I feel like the main way it would happen, because I don't think the world would end like, like because of, of like, uh, it like we are gonna be the reason. We are the reason. There is no other reason why the world would end. <laughs> like, it would only be because of us <laughs> creating more problems. Like nuclear war or something like that my me and my friend were talking about like how many warheads each country has and i'm like this is great like the u.s has like 500 nuke heads and and russia has like 750 or some shit like that and it's like that's cool but like this is all like offense what about defense like what what if we all start throwing this does that just mean we all die yeah, because I forget which country was trying to make defense, but then the other countries like don't make defense because they're going to make us to use them more. Because then, because the reason why we don't use it is because we have mutual assured destruction, which is pretty much just like, hey, if you press a button, you're going to die. Also, that, if that, I press a button, I'm all, also going to die. But that's <laughs> all reliant on like, like, like five or ten people's sanity. Like, what if they just click, like, fuck this, like, my wife cheated on me. I have no love for anybody anywhere. Then, <laughs> then we're fucked. Sure this- yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> there has to be someone making a defense, like some magnetic field. Are. Shit. I hope so, man. I hope so. But they said no. They was like <laughs> the only way that works is if we all die. Nah, that's like, like. Oh, the only one who will survive is Elon Musk because he'll just go to space. And Jeff Bezos. Like, that's it. And whatever mysterious rich family is there that we don't know about. <laughs> Man. You think uh, Elon Musk has an Iron Man suit? Possibly. If just he, how he got powered. But... If he built a flamethrower, I feel like, why wouldn't he have? Yeah. Right. Um, my only thing is how you sustain damage like if it get hit by something it would have to be 
something that stores, I guess, that impact or something. Kind of like the Black Panther suit. Yeah. Like, it stores it, and then he hits back. So maybe mm-hmm. some sort of technology that absorbs and stores that. Maybe. Like if so you a lot of times, Iron Man get hit. I'm like, that impact got hurt. Even if he has, like, a, a plate, just hitting the plate to hit him would hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Shock absorption. Like, he fighting a Hulk. He should be dead. He should even be if dead. He's in the, even if he's in the suit, he should be dead. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Uh, I'm sure he's thought about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Now, watching Batman makes me want to be a vigilante so badly. We're going to have to cut that part out just in case I do become a vigilante. (laughs) Officer, he's right here. (laughs) He's like, 20 years later, he's like, we've got you on tape. (laughs) What? That's not me. You see the beard? That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be the only way I could change. See, that's what I came to my conclusion was like, <laughs> I I can grow out my beard for forever, and if I ever need to change my identity, I'll just shave my face. And I'll be another person. But, uh, so that plan is done now, because everyone's going to see this. It's funny. I was thinking about the amount of people in before like social media and the internet who just left and started a whole new life. Uh huh. They just got up and like, you know what? I'm gonna start somewhere else. New yeah. name and everything. Yeah. I think about that. And that happened in like I think UK. It was a guy on the one. Then he was just being mad active in UK, just like being community stuff. Uh huh. And then there was then they found him and was like, oh, this person was not who we thought he was. That's some Dexter shit. <laughs> That'd be madness, man. Madness. That's my only response to a lot of stuff now. Madness. <clears throat> you said you're not you're not selling the shirts? Not yet. Like, legit, I have to move out. Because of storage and shit? No, just, like, income reasons. Got it. And I'm just like, <sighs> New York City is expensive. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking into office space, and I'm going to have to, like, figure out something. Because, obviously, I can't have people come to my house and... At first, I wanted this to be an office space, actually. And I was just going to sleep here, like, having a sleeper. But then I, I turned this shit into a whole man cave. Yeah. I'm like, I can't have people here. It's very unprofessional. I'm over here playing the piano and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I have a business partner, and I'm trying to get an office space or something like that maybe next year. But uh, as you said, it's expensive. Although there are spaces where like you can rent out for an hour and things like that. But yeah. uh, I'd like to have my own space. It's a give and take because like if you have your own space, you have a lot more privacy and you can do more things in that nature or whatever. And then, but if you rent out an office, you don't have to worry about cleaning, rent, maintenance. Uh, so it's a give and take. 
Yeah. Life is fun. You gotta say that more enthusiastically. I can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> nah, bro. Me finding motivation and and being excited about things and and being happy and complacent and confident and you know bright. Uh, like this, I wasn't like this uh, a couple months ago. <laughs> Like, nah, like, it, it's it's up and down all the time, and, like, I have, like, those fucking patches where, like, it's just tough, man, to, to just be happy and getting out of bed and all that, you know, you just, motivation comes and goes and shit, and right now, yeah. uh, right now, I'm on, I'm just constantly chasing something, I, I don't know what, trying to be excited, like, <clears throat> Happiness is a choice. So, like, there's times where I just get up fucking angry. Like, I just be mad. And I'm like, damn, but, like, I don't want to be mad. So, like, what I've been doing now, (laughs) this is mad funny, actually. Usually I walk out on the street, I'm like this. This This is how I walk. I just be walking. My face is like this. Now, I'm trying to go like this. I'm trying to walk like that with my eyebrows up, and I I think it's I think it actually is changing. If you have less of an angry face, then you'll be less angry. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, before, uh, tell me, I supposed to ask who your origin story would be, but I didn't ask that in the beginning. Who's my what? Your origin story. What would that be? My origin story. Yeah, give me a real story or a fake story. Oh, that's such a good question. I wish I had time to think about that. Origin story, like, it could be real or fake? What the fuck? Why is yeah, it like, just it could... real? <laughs> like, I don't know. Some people make up stories. I mean, if I had a fake story, it'd be like somebody, <laughs> like, hurt my family. <laughs> <laughs> and I found them and became vengeance. Like, some shit like that. But... I don't know, my my origin story would be like I really tell me your origin story. Let me get let me get something to work off of. <laughs> it was used always say like I'm adapted like somebody who adapted to every situation and it's like oh this is the new um what you call it? Like this is the new environment I'm in. Just kinda of be like, okay, how can I best utilize this to my advantage? Hmm. Okay, I don't know how to word this into, like, a story, but I'm going to try my best. So my origin... And this is true, actually. So my origin story would be finding myself in a lot of peculiar situations, like, that are hard to understand because I was born and raised in Brooklyn, and I was born uh, from two immigrant parents... And we didn't have much this, like, you know, I, I, I was born and raised in a, in a deli, basically, like, my whole life. And, you know, the terminology and the way we talked at home was not how you would talk in general and or, you know, in more sophisticated places. 
you know, so I would, but somehow I managed to position myself in quote unquote sophisticated places, right? So when I was younger, I was around older, wealthier individuals. And as I continue to grow, I found myself in a lot of places where I didn't necessarily belong there. I wasn't qualified to be there. I didn't have the education. I didn't have the terminology. I When I tell you these type of places, it's like they, they are places where you have to hold your fork in a specific way and eat in a specific way. So I managed to adapt, as you said, adapt and and become this other being that was able to blend in like a chameleon in all these places. And that's like my origin story to, to the rise to the top is like, I faked it till I made it, you know, putting, putting myself in a bunch of these situations and blending in. Now, how would you represent it? Would you make a book, a story? Oh, I'd write a book for sure. Uh, I want to write a book. I want to, you know, I've been thinking about this actually. I want to get like someone who writes autobiographies and I want them to interview my parents first and have the first biography of my family be from my parents and their stories. And then I want that same person to come and write my biography and, my, and you know, my perspective or my siblings in, in that. And I want that because I feel like and this could be egotistical to say, but I feel like I'm like me is going to be the turning point of this family. Like me and my generation of me and my siblings, we are going to be like when my great, 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 great grandson, he goes back and he's like, you know, remember when when great Yusuf made that one move and now we are here today. And they're like on Mars or some shit. <laughs> I I think that I'm going to be a part of that pivotal change in my family's storyline. So I want someone to record my parents' stories and my stories and something that could be continuously passed down. I'm basically starting the family line of history. Because, you, you know, I, I really can't, like, all I know is from what my father tells me about his father and his father's father back in Pakistan, or my mom and her father back in Pakistan, like, I don't know much other than what they tell me. Like, there's no history. There's no, you know, obviously we can check our bloodlines and our ancestors and talk about that. But in terms of actual specific stories and stuff like that, we have nothing. So I want to be able to start that for my great, 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 great grandkids so they can have something to read back on and stuff like that. And then it's going to be just like that. It's going to be like, you know, Yusuf, he put himself in the higher class rooms and held the fork the way they were supposed to, <laughs> which is mad stupid. They hold forks in such a stupid way. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to show you. It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. When you eat something... I typically eat it like this, right? You know, seems to be a curve to gather material. They don't do that. They do this, 
and they have their little knife and they brush it on top of this and then they eat it like that. And it's a little bit too because you don't want it look like you're gluttonous. It's some bullshit. I, I think that shit is so stupid. Yeah, I hate when we get to the, that level of type of society. I'm just like, I don't fit here ever. <laughs> it's it's the worst. It's the worst. I was like, y'all gonna hate me. Every rule you have, I'm like, why, <laughs> bro? I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at rooms where have this like artwork artwork, and it's like wooden panels, and it's like over a million dollars worth in value. And I'm like, okay, okay, I see what's going on here. I see what I see the money laundering. The fuckery that's good. Yep. Yeah, I see. Y- y'all not fooling me. I know what's going on. The OG NFTs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all not fooling me. Definitely. Uh, streaming. Looks like a dead pat. It's going to be great. Word. I'll tune in. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to be entertaining. But I'm just like, I won't get it done. Yeah, that's good. You could switch up, and then you could have... You could probably even do, like, podcast type, but, like, while y'all are gaming, too. That'd be cool, like Smash Bros. or some shit. Yeah, that'd be what's up. But how is your life as I'm beating you right now? <laughs> hmm. How's that business going, huh? You're losing hair. <laughs> hmm. uh, that's mad funny. Yeah. Um, I think this is a good place to to wrap it up, right? Yeah. And so, last question I ask is, what would you name your origin story? What would I name my origin story? Oh man, I like. I think I just like three corny names just came to my mind. Hmm. The rise. Of the Pacarican King. Pacarican. Puerto Rican, Pakistan. Alright? Yes. Alright, man. I uh, had a great time today. Good time discussing. Uh, definitely tag me in whatever post. Uh, maybe I'll post something too because I, I was recording uh, a lot of it too. So That brings another episode of the Let's Get Podcast so close. Again, I'd like to thank my friend Yusuf for joining the podcast. But next, we got Steve Castronovo to speak about podcasting, wrestling, and teaching. Hope you're doing that day, and I hope to see you there.